Hello everyone, welcome to my podcast. This is my first episode. And I honestly, I was thinking what I should do for my first episode. And I don't know what to say uh, <laughs> because I'm really anxious about it. Um, I hope you're, you're having your coffee with you and like chilling with me. Um, and we can talk about some Meet Joe Black today. It's a 1990 movie. Uh, I really like it. And I hope you watched it before because there will be some spoilers. <laughs> Oops. Anyway, um, I actually was wondering if I should do this because I am not a famous person. I'm not really, you know, someone who can stop and take their time and actually write down something, an episode, or, you know, put their thoughts together and decide on something. I'm not that person as you can see on my title, because of what I am, <laughs> who am I? And I believe that uh, I think this can give you like a different point of view because um, how I see and people like me see life is a bit different. Uh, and I am really happy with who I am, but I also have my struggles and I wanted to keep going with my actual podcast now because I feel like I'm just talking about <laughs> and I don't know if that's what you want to hear. Um, and I will also give you a link at the end of the podcast. And it is a link for you to send me um, voice messages. And I can actually have questions about movies, your recommendations, and everything like that that you can reach me. And this is the first episode, so I don't really have any listeners right now. And if you're one of them, send me comments and everything you want to hear from me about the movies and tv shows you like i'll start talking about meet joe black with explaining who's william Parrish is um the movie actually starts with his 65th birthday um and he's a millionaire he has his own company and he's a really successful and a nice family guy and he actually starts hearing this voice saying yes and wakes him up sometime at night. And uh, he even has a heart attack and he doesn't die and doesn't tell anyone that it happens and still hears that voice a couple of times. And he keeps asking, what? Yes. You know, like, what are you talking about and who are you? It's actually his voice, but it's the external voice. Like, it's not a thought. So it really confuses and scares him a bit. And... Um, when he kind of starts hearing this voice, I think he knows that death is like coming for him <laughs> and he starts to, you know, talking to his daughters differently. I think, I mean, he's already like a really, like a, you know, someone who actually went through in life <laughs> and, um, he already talks like really deep, but, um, especially I think his like last days before his birthday, he starts like talking deeper about things. And he actually, I will quote this from the movie, he tells this to his daughter because she's in a relationship that she's not loving the guy, but um, she's just in it because she doesn't think a better one is going to come along, you know? And it's really important. The reason why I'm saying this quote, normally I don't quote things if they're not important because actually... The dialogues from the movies are what makes the movie important rather than actually telling people the ending. That's why I'm doing this podcast. I can tell you 
what how it ends who is what and what's gonna happen unless you listen to dialogues and dialogues are beautiful in my opinion the movie stills still 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 is really important to watch you know you know what i mean did you get me okay let's go love is passion obsession someone you can't live without i say fall head over heels find someone you can love like crazy and who will love you the same way back how do you find him while you forget your head and you listen to your heart and i'm not hearing any heart because truth is honey there is no sense living your life without this to make this journey make the journey and not fall deeply in love while you haven't lived a life at all but you have to try because if you haven't tried you haven't lived so this is the quote from him and he is telling this to his daughter susan and susan that day actually goes to a coffee shop and when she's talking to this guy um they kind of start liking each other a lot and the guy is basically joe but um he's not technically joe but he's joe and they're talking and they just get out of the coffee shop and this is the part probably everyone saw like if they ever searched about the movie this is a really popular scene from the movie even the people who didn't watch it they saw this scene on social media or something and probably they think this is the ending of the movie this is where it gets me honestly it looks like a really sad ending but it is not an ending and i really love this about this movie um so basically they say to each other that they kind of like each other you know and then they just separate their ways and they're going different ways and they they keep looking back to talk to each other like should they go back and actually talk to each other or like get their numbers or something because they didn't do it and um when they're doing that joe actually get hit by a car and he dies so (laughs) that's what i mean it looks like an ending right but actually, Grim Reaper takes over his body at this point. So before that, it wasn't Joe Black. Because Joe Black actually was a name that given by William Parrish to him just to explain who he is. So that afternoon, William, his two daughters and their one of the older daughters' husband and Susan and Susan's boyfriend, they're all in the same table. They're going to you know, eat food, (laughs) anyway, so, um, basically, one of the mate comes to William Parrish, and says that someone is waiting at the door, it's a young man, and he says to her to let him in, and he goes to the library to talk to him, and he is saying that, yes, (laughs) and he's like, well, yes, why you keep saying yes to me? Of course, he's not saying that way. But anyway, because he's a really chill, cool man. So <laughs> he says, like, who you, who are you? And he explains that he is actually death himself. And he came to the world to experience human life from the first hand. Okay, this is the part where things get weird, right? Because, well, because you're dealing with death, like what you're gonna do. And his answer Yes, obviously, to him questioning in his head, am I dying? He's like, yes, you're dying. But I will give you some option to actually not to let you die. So the point is, he is going to be alive as long as Joe is learning new things. So he's going to experience new things every day. You know, like 
see what human life is because the only thing he actually did was killing them rather than actually being one, you know? So at this point, William is already like, oh, what? (laughs) And, And Joe is just jumping into the situation and he acts like they've been knowing each other for years of course he can't act because technically he never been a human as i said before like a million times <laughs> and he doesn't know how to be a human already so they go to the dinner table he explains that this is a old friend <laughs> and um they ask him what his name is he doesn't have a name so william just says it's joe black <laughs> anyway at that point susan comes susan is a daughter right Susan comes and she's like shocked because first of all, they just met today. She likes him and the fiance or the boyfriend, I cannot really remember, that she has is sitting on a table and her sister and her husband are there. So confusing. And she's just talking to him and he's weird. And, you know, it is it is really sad because she really liked him and he's not rude. <laughs> But he wasn't who he was in that morning, which is, yeah. <laughs> so I will go back to the quote I told you about that William Parrish told his daughter, Susan, about. And that quote was actually one of the reasons why uh, Grim Reaper chose him to actually guide him in this world. Because he thought, oh, you gave this speech and... I know you know things, but he actually doesn't know anything. Do you know what I mean? So basically, the reason why he chose William is the fact that he is talking like he knows things and he thinks he does know, which he does actually. He he is a really nice person, if you look. Like he doesn't really have any like really critique things that he did in life that it's kind of debatable. I think of course probably there's, but like you know, he 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 is mostly ethical person i mean he portrayed like that and i think that's the reason why he chose him specifically and he actually kind of mentions it um not that way but anyway (laughs) so after that basically after this point is him just um getting used to being a human being i mean he never technically does because he's not one (laughs) and i will keep like saying this because he is not one and you know it from beginning to end so um susan is obviously disappointed but the the thing about this movie it's not revolving around the relationship susan and joe has and yeah it's a big part of the movie it's what we want to see but (laughs) it's not technically the main point the main point is actually brit pitt's acting about how (laughs) um he even doesn't know what peanut butter tastes like and i think about what if i didn't know what peanut butter tasted like like would i be me would life would be that great without peanut butter anyway so what i mean is actually (laughs) he is carrying a spoon with a peanut butter on it for a whole movie and that was the biggest spoiler in my opinion because this, it's the best thing about the movie. And I am so sorry if you're like here to listen to this without watching it. 
but you will like it anyway. One and two, what are you here for if you didn't watch the movie? Because I'm a spoiling. I'm spoiling here. This is my job, apparently. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that is that. And yeah, Susan kind of falls in love with him, but even like in the sex scene that they had, even there. Like, they're not showing her face. It's mostly focused on how he reacts. Because everything is about how he is reacting to the real life, right? Even though I repeated so many times, Joe is not a human being. I think he becomes one in time on his own. um, Because he starts to portray um, the qualities of a human being. You know, he starts to put himself into other people's shoes and love and eat <laughs> and so many other things well uh <laughs> the eating is the most important part well all animals do that but anyway oh my god why am i even like saying this <laughs> i'm like i cut this so you will know what kind of person i am <laughs> so um yeah like he actually starts becoming that character that you didn't expect him to be he still speaks in a really weird way that you kind of creep out sometimes because you know he's a grim ripper and he speaks like one i love how passionate he is about the things that he's learning you know like peanut butter (laughs) and everything else um he also like never experienced love or you know actually caring in general and um what he feels about her is really um really strong i guess but he also, at the end, you know, needs to leave her because it was just a holiday. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Earth, Earth wouldn't be, especially being a human being, wouldn't be my, wouldn't, yeah, wouldn't be my first choice of, you know, fun. <laughs> well, I guess maybe if you don't know what that feels like, yeah, sure. If you look as good as Joe probably if i could be brad pitt for a well he wasn't for a day but if i could be a day i would be why not honey like why not (laughs) yes movie was beautiful yes it was good written dialogues were great stuff stuff but uh, the ending the ending the ending didn't end (laughs) Uh, the end didn't uh come unfortunately i was really tired of waiting and and, uh, i i i don't know about susan um she was in love with joe all that time before that she liked him before he was joe and then joe killed his her father technically and joe was gone and the actual joe was back and she was kind of still in love with him thinking about another guy because they were in the same body stop okay so (laughs) this is really um yeah questionable uh also wouldn't you be creeping out with a guy who was walking around with spoon in his mouth all day long and didn't know how to kiss and didn't know how to feel and talk normally um yeah susan you lost me there (laughs) a bit um yeah Character development was really poor for Susan. Uh, Even though she was there for three hours. I watched her for three hours. I liked her. But did I 
Did I like her a lot? No. Could be better. Could be better. Could be more detailed if the movie was three hours and that long ending. You know, it could be, it could be a deeper character assessment. That is that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I will leave it to that. Um, I honestly don't have anything to add to this uh, because uh, I gave the spoiler. What happens? He goes, the father dies. That. <laughs> I guess that is the spoiling part. Um, obviously, I think, um, in my opinion, endings and that kind of little spoilings, you know, who died, who killed who and stuff are not that important in the movies. Yes, they are sometimes, sometimes. But I think the most important part is the ride that we're on and what we experience and how actually we, you know, connect with the movie. I think it is more important than how it ends. <laughs> um, because we knew he was gonna die from the beginning. Is that really a spoiler? There are some things that are, um, you know, could be surprising sometimes that the writers don't want you to know. I think they are the, you know, the bad spoilers <laughs> that you don't want to hear at all. You just, you know, if someone told you how Game of Thrones ended, well, probably so many people did. So I don't. I, you still loved it, right? Don't you? Didn't you? Um, I didn't love it. <laughs> Lies. Um, I did. But I actually liked the sixth season the most. Uh, it's, anyway, this is not the place to talk about this. <laughs> um, I, if you want me to, I can talk about Game of Thrones too. I don't really have that much to say. As much as other people probably would. I think it wasn't that well. It could be better. I recommend the books. <laughs> That's my opinion on that. Um, I will probably come back to it. Maybe. We'll see another future 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 episodes i have more things to talk about than game of thrones well it was good awesome production anyway what am i talking about this year i don't even know um i was gonna say though brett pitt's acting really got me especially the first time i watched it i was like this is beautiful because he actually acted in a way that you know um he never did before and I think it kind of helped him with the curious case of Benjamin Button later on because uh, it was a 2008 movie. And yeah, this was this one came first. This one actually gave him the experience of experiencing new things <laughs> on TV. I mean, obviously, probably he had other movies. I don't even know. But he basically acted like, you know, a baby when he was actually... Uh, um, well, there are actually different situations. You know, if you watched The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, he actually was a baby. He looked like a human. Sorry, he looked like an adult. But in this one, he actually... Not even a human being. So it's different. But I think both of them were like... Kind of... You know, he played a baby as an adult. That's what I'm trying to say. I did it. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't complete my thoughts for a second there. And I don't even know if you understood, if even if that made sense. I hope it did. I hope. Okay, that is all I'm going to say, I think, um, for now. I'll be back soon, I hope. <laughs> and I hope you will like this episode. If 
people would like to share your comments about my episode and would like to give me some opinions, you can reach me from anchor.fm slash bell spoils slash message. I hope you have a great day and you stay safe. Thank you.